this week on Lazy Hollywood, we're going to be talking a little bit of kickboxer. I want Kong Bo. There, he's my brother. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to another edition of Lazy Hollywood. You got myself, Paul. You got Smiler. You got Andrew. You got Nick, and you got Griff. And we are talking kickboxer journey of revenge. Oh yes, through boxing and kicking. Through boxing, kicking, bit of glass. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So it's one of your. Is this one of your favourite films, Smiler? Um, yeah, actually, it's um, our Jean Claude Van Damme movies. It's my it's my favourite film of his. Um, overall. For martial arts film, it's I think it's second, 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 my second favorite after Undisputed, two and three. Um, but yeah, no, Kickbox is badass man. The new film, oh, uh, you know what? I'll wait. I'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait. Speaking of the old film, Nick, when did the original come out? 1989. And when did the highly anticipated remake come out? 2016. <laughs> that, no one, that no one knew of. Featuring <laughs> Batista. Oh yeah. Was anyone um, born before 1989? Yeah, no, that was the year I was born. I was no. born in 89. How? No, good year. I was nine years old when this film was made. I was, I was minus eight three. when this film was made. Wait, no, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Depends when it came out, I suppose. Destroy <laughs> it came out because of you. Indeed, it did. Excitement. So this is it. This is this, this is, is. The, this is the journey. The journey. We've begun the journey. Let's start the journey. So, where do we begin? Bangkok. Bang... Oh, no. Not no, no, we start in America fighting Let's a boxer, don't we? Yes, yes. We have a little... Um, starts off in a little boxing match. Well, kickboxing uh, match. Yeah, kickboxing. Can I just say, the World though, Championship. I know, because it was the World Championship. Did you hear the crowd going absolutely crazy and there's about 13 people in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like in a little black room, right? Yeah. A little ring with black Pretty room. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I don't want to say overdubbed, but <laughs> the, the, everyone was going absolutely mental when I looked and I thought, there's about 20 people <laughs> here. Yeah. How is this possible? Mm-hmm. I mean, so much of a World Championship if it's in America and there's only Americans fighting. It's not really a World Championship. This is your gripe. <laughs> it's your first gripe. Yeah, like I mean, if this was a world championship, of course we There's would. more nationality. We'd right. have Tong Po in this already, wouldn't we? He wouldn't even be in Thailand. He would be in the world championship, not this American championship. Anyway, he might just fight for another organization. I know. What would this organization was like Iska or something? The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Right, moving on. So you've got Eric who uh, wins this fight. He is the world champion kickboxing, apparently. Well, the heavyweight world champion, I should. So he wins, and yeah, and you've got him and his brother. I, at the beginning of this film, right, I thought the, like, I really don't like Eric, because the, the acting was Every really time bad. I watch this film, and I've watched this film since it, since a little kid, yeah, like, I've always disliked Eric at the start. Yeah, He's yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the arrogance of it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm the best, no one can touch me, kind of. Every's kind of understandable if you were a champion, but still. I, I like his curls, though, man. His oh, he had some. Hey, he had some nice curls. <laughs> he did. So, yeah, he did. He did. He did. And so, yeah, so, yeah, so he won the world championship. He gets his belt and all that. And they, um, 
next scene is when uh, Eric and Kurt, Kurt is obviously Jean-Claude Van Damme, are in a sightseeing in Thailand because he get, which I should mention, is um, when he gets his world championship belt the the news basically say yeah you need to go to where the uh, original kickboxing started in thailand you need to compete there it's like yeah we'll go to uh bangkok so that's where From the championship yes can we just um can we take a second to appreciate the soundtracks of this film yeah. oh i was going to say the soundtrack to this was awesome especially oh, yes. whilst he was training the uh, yeah the soundtrack was awesome and when they were doing sightseeing i just want to give it a his brother thinking he's um he's smooth with the ladies by pulling the prostitute oh yes <laughs> <laughs> he just goes up and he's like yeah i've got this and I thought, yeah. <laughs> you, you probably have mate to be honest uh, yeah. <laughs> i thought that was a good little moment where he chuckled to myself <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that that happened um basically yeah they, they're sightseeing thailand's enjoying the the culture and just the people and yeah it's just a i suppose a five minute montage of them going around in a boat in thailand then they hit the red light district as we were just talking about and uh Kaosan Road. Oh, yes. I've been there and Papong. <laughs> hey <laughs> so yeah if you're ever in thailand visit visit Kaosan Road or Papong. I'm you shall it. enjoy it if you are a male. That's <laughs> <laughs> to get five percent off. <laughs> right, yeah. So uh, then, uh, obviously, Eric gets a uh, a lady friend, and uh, they go off to a hotel, and they kind of leave um kind of uh, leaves um Kurt off by himself. Next scene is when they uh I suppose they're in the park and they're just talking about the world championship, and uh, they have a little uh, sparring match, don't they? About their kickboxing. So it's a little training session. Nothing much happens there. Then next scene is when I suppose the beginning of the story starts is when they're uh they're at the uh, bo- uh the kickboxing mat in thailand now and they uh they're in the uh, locker room and obviously uh kurt goes out to get some uh water and ice for uh his, his friend eric and of course he's stum- yeah brother brother and friend and friend his best friend yeah and um so yeah um kurt stumbles across uh it follows a noise, didn't it? He, he does, yeah. He hears like a dong. Yeah. He hears the bump. Yeah, so he, he goes into this room and there's a Tong Po uh, just smashing this concrete post up. He turns around and he's just got a really scary look on his face. So, of course, uh, Kurt goes off to his brother, Eric, and uh, he basically warns him, you should not fight this. Cause... The only thing you can smash is the hooker. That's <laughs> 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 my, my impression of John <laughs> <laughs> well, we learn that. We learn that in the in the actual fight. That's kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Eric. Uh, this is where the fight begins. He's um, obviously uh, Tong Po is doing his uh, Muay Thai uh, ceremonial dance. I think I'm not sure what it's called. It's got a name. I can't remember. And uh, yeah, so the round begins, and pretty much Eric, it's just one sided the whole time. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah, know if anyone he, wants to go into any detail, but... He just batters him. Let's, let's just call it. This yeah. is a solid starting fight to put over this um, guy as an absolute beast. Poe's just so much stronger than Eric. Yeah. Obviously, once the first round ends, uh, Eric, uh, Kurt says, you know, you need to stop. You're going to die. He says, but he wants to keep fighting. So they keep fighting. Obviously, he knocks yep. him down. And um, this is where things go wrong. Because, uh, obviously, Kurt throws in the towel at this point. And um, Poe... Po- um, out. Yes, he kicks the tail back out and he elbows uh, Eric in the back. Which where's, um, much... where's this film's release compared to Rocky Four? Rocky Four. Oh, it must yeah. be before Rocky Four. Rocky yeah, Four, thinks like late eighties, maybe nineties. Uh, Rocky Four is actually though this uh nineteen eighty five. So this is after Rocky Four. 
I just think it, um, yeah, it might have... Um, Some influence? Ever so slightly, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so um, effectively power cheats and the, he not only hurts Eric really bad, he um, tears his belt in half, which I thought was nice. So, um, this is where you also um, see, uh, actually probably my favourite character, one of my favourite characters from the film. The, uh, what was his name? It was Winston. Good old Winston. The old uh, war like special, yeah, yeah, who's special. like now an arms dealer, but yeah, no. um, so yeah, he uh basically stumbles up, cut falls on him, and they go off. And this is where you see, was it um, Freddie Lee, who's like the evil kind of ringmaster of it all, pretty Gags much, those kind of, yeah, yeah, he's kind Little of, gangster. yeah, so um, while um, Eric's on a stretcher and obviously cuts follow him, they leave him outside on the road and they lock them out so they can't get back in. So they're kind of just, well, just stranded there. And uh, thankfully, uh, Winston turns up with his van and they uh, get him in the back. Okay. Well, he's kicking out the prostitutes, right? right? They kick, he kicks out the prostitutes yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then, and then, yeah. So this is uh, one of, it's quite a famous scene uh, for being, um, you know, movie mistakes. Yeah. Because as we know, he's paralyzed. Yeah, if you watch, as he closes the door, he lifts his feet up. Uh. Yeah, he, he moves his feet out of the way of the door. Um, but he's paralyzed. It's a, it's a movie mistake that's pretty well known in one of those, you know, top ten movie mistakes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite visible. Oh, wow. so next, time, next time you're watching it, keep an eye out for that part and you'll see. You'll see his feet <laughs> It's moving. actually quite amusing when you see it. But after his world championship fight, yeah. didn't like, the, sort of, like, the press and everything tell him he should go out there and fight? Yeah, they did, yeah. Then why is this getting treated like an underground club I know. that I see it? <laughs> it's, it's a bit strange, isn't it? They told him to go out there and have this fight, and they're like, yeah. oh, shit, quick. We told him, yeah. they just throw him outside, like he's tripped over. Yeah, where's all the uh, American press following him? There's no one. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they end up in hospital, and they. Uh, this is where um, Kurt's just trying to see his brother, but he's not having any of it. The doctors. So they wait forever, and the doctor finally comes in, and he basically says, "I'm really sorry, but your your brother's just um, paralysed from the." No, you got to go back in and check him again. Yeah, I he... thought um, I thought the doctor was awful the way he told him. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, just couldn't give two shits. Nah, it's like sorry, he's paralysed. I'm going now. <laughs> Pretty much. You have no healthcare here. Like, see this bit. This is where the the army dude yeah goes off or something because yeah, um, right. Claude wants to fight. Yeah, I thought the whole him. chemistry here is they've only just met each other, yeah. but like it, it it was like that they had known each other for a little bit longer than just a meeting at a match. Yeah, I mean, I mean, suppose timeline wise, it would have been like a day because uh, he he fell on him. He, then he met him outside. Gave him a lift to the hospital, and that was pretty much it, their relationship. Why did he wait there all day, though? Just, oh, oh, well, he, he kind of explains that later on when he says, I had a brother, and I froze for him, and you're a little, your brother looking to, yeah. looking out for yeah, yours. Yeah, so it's kind of... Um, so it's like a sympathy thing, empathy, whichever definitely. you want to look at it. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, it, it's a bit strange, but they have a good chemistry for only meeting after a day. Yeah, I think they get along great. Yeah, so yeah, basically says, he, at this point, Kurt just wants revenge for his brother. He just wants to kill Poe. So then he goes off walking uh, walking around the temples and all that. It's kind of another... I know this film likes to show off Thailand quite a lot, doesn't it? It's a very nice... Uh, it's like tourists, yeah. touristy uh, video. So then uh, Kurt uh, eventually stumbles across, uh, across a Muay Thai uh, school and he basically wants to fight. Obviously, they've got a poster of the Poe up there and he says, like, no, they all kind of laugh at him. So then he, surprisingly, meets um, Winston again outside. <laughs> He's just there waiting for him. And this is where they go, um, this is, can I help you? He says, like, yes, but only if we go for a drink tonight. Anyway, you're gonna, <clears throat> I'm going to help you if we go for a drink tonight. Yes. 
So they end up going to, I suppose, a strip club, is what I suppose. Oh, no, they're going to Google, but man, I ain't no strip club. Okay. I don't know these things. <laughs> yeah, I think he gave the option of the pink pussy or <laughs> kitten candy club. Those, those were his two options. Where do you want to go? The pink pussy Guys, or the kitten okay. Candy? First question of the day. Which one would you go to? Pink pussy oh. sounds a little bit. Oh, yeah, I'd probably go for the CD. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, agree with, I agree with Andrew. Yeah, I'd go both. Go both. You go to both, would you? <laughs> I'd go to the candy club, because then if I'm caught, I can play ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a sweet store. I thought this was, this was a Thai yeah. sweet store. I'd be like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm, just all I'm a Hello movies. Kitty fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, so uh, I suppose... Uh, it doesn't even tell you which one he goes to, does it? So anyway, this is where he basically... Um, Winston tells Kurt about... Um, his brother, like he said, like I froze and all that when he tried to help his own brother. And this is where he basically tells him about the uh, old, old um, teacher whose name was... Zhang. Zhang. Zhang Chao. Zhang Chao. Zhang Chao. Uh, yeah, so they basically go driving off uh, and again, another nice scene through the uh, Thailand countryside. And they end up at this old kind of... It's not even a house, is it? It's, um, it's, it's bamboo shoot. Um, bamboo, yeah, like yeah. bamboo hat. A like bamboo a, hat. Like bamboo hat, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like literally in the middle of nowhere. And uh, Winston basically drops me off and says, yeah, you'll, I'll be back in a few hours. And he kind of says, watch out, he's a bit crazy. So Kurt obviously gets out of the car, starts walking and um, gets uh, strung up in the air by a trap. That was uh, rather amusing. I didn't like this uh, scene. And basically Kurt... Is this this is, is this the bit where he like does that like it it how how can I explain it? It like took sections like and he he was doing his like super speed martial uh, arts on him. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, he, he lets him down first after pleading with him to help him. Yeah. And then he kind of goes up, he says, Is your defence any good, basically? Yeah. How how good's your defence? He's like then he does this weird martial arts stuff. <laughs> Love that part. Which yeah, dude, that, that was over in a point second. Though. Yeah, that was so quick. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, that was uh, over in an instant. It's like, yeah, your defense is terrible, pretty much. <laughs> he said, he tells him to come back next year. It's like, no, why? Uh, then he basically says, okay, just get some groceries for me from the next village. So yeah, he goes off to the next village, and I'll uh, leave it out there because it's half an hour into the film. A really um, crap joke that I didn't read out. You know, after his brother's paralysed, he's yeah. like crying. I put, I oh, bless him, he's crying. Someone give him a cool light. <laughs> <laughs> I say, um, missed opportunity there. Just wanted to go back to that. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, right. that was a good joke. The Christmas of a cool light. Oh yes. Would have been if I remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go on to my my segment of the show. Um, Box office. Uh, what was the budget for this film, guys? It can't be big. Two point four million. I would say about six, seven million. I'd say three. No, so what, four and a half. Four and a half. I'll go three. Two point seven million dollars. So, uh, Griff was closest on this one. Uh, how much did it make at the box office? I know it's really popular on like the video, but I don't know. <sighs> um, again, eight I, million. I wouldn't go I was for that. Go I'd probably... Nine. Yeah, I'll go six, I reckon. Ten. Uh, 14 million. Hey. Um, apparently, uh, they released it at the time when no other film got released, so it was literally the only film in the cinema. <laughs> oh, good good, good going. Yeah, it was good from the uh, production company. Bit day with our films. I know, right? All right, I know we haven't mentioned it yet, but Kickbox of Vengeance. How much did that cost to make? Too much. That can't be that much. Maybe 20 million? In this day and age, I think 20 million is average. 20 to 25 million. Can't be more. 
But I looked at the people in it, and there was only about 20 people in the film. Big names, though, like UFC fighters, anyway. Yeah, St. Pierre and all them ones were in it. Yeah, yeah, actually, there was quite... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but they're not paid loads. I think I think he says Baptista was the most paid. Like he 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 was given the most money for that. Twenty three million. I say twenty to twenty five. Let's I'll, go twenty five. I'll go eighteen. Okay, I'll I'll go twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, Paul won this one. Uh, seventeen million. Yeah. Right. So how much does it make at the box? Not a lot because no one's lost. fucking. Hey, no, nah, did it even come out in cinema? It was straight for DVD, wasn't I it? I thought it was straight for DVD. No, Maybe it didn't have a limited release in America. Really? Oh, that's even worse. Though. It'll be nice limited. I reckon. Well, they've um, already they've already got a sequel like lined up to it. Really? Yeah. 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 Um, what's it called? Um, I don't know. So, I reckon 19 million. Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> Sorry. Good I reckon. Retaliation. I, reckon. I think it's called retaliation. Yeah, I reckon probably about 10 million. I reckon it made fuck all. Yeah, 7 million because I didn't hear of this. Has everyone said that? Was? Okay. Yeah. So it's really bad. 210,000. Wow! <laughs> Well, and, oh they, and they managed God. to get a sequel? Not only a sequel, they've also penned for a third film, uh, Kitbox oh, uh, Syndicate. Yeah, but wait, wait. Paul Van Damme would have reprised his role in the second one. Yeah. It's completely different. Like, I've read it in a... Like, no, he's John not Paul Van Damme, isn't it? Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, because apparently he gives a... Re- oh, yeah, well... Okay. Anything for a big payday, eh? Mm. So, yeah, so wow, that that's a big loss. That is a big loss. DVD sales probably like will help. Yeah. That's crazy. So it, it bombed. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised, but Smiler Smile looks devastated. He's looking for this guy, Francis. He's <laughs> 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 absolutely just distraught. Like, no. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, that was had a good uh, viewing in the United States. I bet, I bet all those thousands is just the bloody world. That was just the premiere with all the celebrities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised I've actually managed to get two sequels out of the. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, so back as well, I suppose, to the actual film, Kitbox as a Retaliation. Uh, yeah. So 2016 is where we start. And we immediately are straight into Thailand, which I thought was a bit strange. Like, hmm, how are they going to do this one? Yeah, so you get a montage of um, Thailand and uh, our hero, I suppose, uh, Kurt. They try to go urban with the soundtrack in this one. Oh, very urban, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah, neither did I. I don't think it suited the film. I don't know why. I know usually urban and kind of martial arts things are always usually together, but Mm. I don't know. I think because the soundtrack was so good for the original, this one was a bit zeh. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so uh, moving on. So, um, obviously, Kurt is, uh, goes to this doorstep. So he knocks on, and this is where you get to meet uh, Cavi. Who is, who is it? This is a character that comes back a couple of times and you never hear from him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this who is Cavi? He's the greatest worldwide of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George St. Pierre. I'm not impressed with your performance. <laughs> I can't believe you got that line in there. I can't believe you got that line in there. I was so impressed. <laughs> I've got it on my notes. So I brought it up. I have yeah. to wait till later. We've got a massive quote yeah. at the end of the film with him. When we it. get when we get to the bit that brings it up, we explain the um, all the shit that comes with it. But fucking right, yeah. So moving on, uh, he lets him in after he gives him quite a bit of money. And so basically, they've, as soon as they get in, you basically have a sparring match for like five minutes, which I thought, you know, instant action, which I thought was nice. Yeah, I thought that as well. Um, was it nice, Nick? It was nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> the martial arts wasn't too bad in this film I'm not going to lie Like, that was nice that was nice 
which was nice. Which was nice, yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving on, they have a they have a quite a long sparring match, and eventually defeats Cavi. Then he <clears> goes um, and fights this other guy that I can't remember his name. Oh, I think he's a Brazilian. Um, he's yeah. Uh, Use it. Um, Storm, his name. Storm, was. that's it. I was, yeah. was going to say Shadow. I don't know why, but Storm, yeah. <laughs> He's aged horribly, isn't he? He's <laughs> a Storm. He's playing himself, <laughs> apparently. Halle Berry's fucking gone on. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's a storm. Who is a uh, just a martial? He's actually a martial artist. Yeah. I think he's for about twenty years. He's been. He's done. He's done other films. I've seen him in like oh, yeah. other films, like appearances and everything. Been in the Punisher film and quite a few things. But yeah. So um, they have a battle and um, he loses pretty much. Then I thought this was a, a, the most one of the most bizarre scenes I've seen in a film for a while. Hey, this. <laughs> is this is this where Baptista comes out? But. This motherfucker comes out with a little fucking ponytail and whatever the fuck that is on his head, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I was like that that there lost all respect for me <laughs> film, yeah. When I see Baptista come out with that shit on his head, like nah, that's where I was like, nah, fuck this film's gonna be shit. <laughs> nah, it wasn't then. It wasn't it wasn't that. But I know what you mean. Now, the, the next scene is when um that Kurt. is where he's going. No, this yeah. is where Kurt and uh, Thingy um Cavi are washing their clothes. and um, Oh, the little thief. Yeah, he yeah. decides to steal his money, but then Kurt says, you know what, you just have the money. I don't need it. It's like, okay then. Very generous. Very generous. He need it. He doesn't go home for the rest of this film. He's not working. He needs <laughs> that fucking money. <laughs> yeah, uh, next is uh, when they're having a little meal, and this is where... It turns to night time, and this is where your your thing, where uh, Julia Baptista or Tong Po comes out. Yeah, with yeah, his yeah. Uh, funny haircut. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, like, dude. Oh, oh, oh. He looked like he lost well a lot of weight in his face as well, Batista. He did look well. Well, he still looks fucking tonk. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie. He looks healthier than me with my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I could see was Drax. That's all I saw. I was Drax. I just wanted a Batista bomb, and I was gutted. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he, um, they're all sitting around, uh, standing around this ring, and he comes in and he smashes up this uh, statue, pretty much, which I suppose was kind of like a throwback to the original, where he smashes up the uh, concrete post. Yeah. And then he yeah. sit, then he kind of uh, sits on his little throne, and they all have start having a battles and spars and everything. I mean, at this point, I made a few no- notes. I put, "Wow, it's GSP. This is different. Feels slightly like Mortal Kombat." <laughs> <laughs> I did get that Mortal Kombat vibe from that scene. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? This isn't really kickboxing. <laughs> and why would you want to go join this group? That was where I... <laughs> yeah. That's I where I was at. We'll get to it, but I thought the flashback scenes in this really didn't suit the movie. Um, but going so when, it, to... when it went to three weeks earlier. Yeah. Uh, three months earlier, wasn't so, it? Yeah, yes. So yeah. just before we get to that, um, Poe goes in and gets his girls and they all go to bed happily ever after. Get the old Kung Po. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is where it's middle of the night and Kurt wakes up and he um he has a gun for some somehow he got a gun through customs and all that stuff through customs we won't we don't know why we don't know how he just has a gun he goes up and he wants to kill a pal to be fair I suppose we don't know why or how at the moment do we no we don't it's a bit strange but anyway so he goes up to uh, Poe and he basically goes to shoot him then uh, Poe says some things about his brother. He said he was a coward and all that. And he basically ends up getting the gun off him, which I thought, if you're going to yeah. kill a man, the worst thing you can do is start talking to him. If you're going to kill him, just 
shoot him now and then. No, he didn't say we called his brother a coward. He says he said your brother was a champion. Oh, you're yeah. a oh, you're a coward. Warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you look at Nick trying to start shooting. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> this happens in like every type of movie where someone's got a gun and they're talking too much about killing someone. They should just do it. Well, well, by you... James Bond. I mean, plan. to be fair, if he had done it, it would have been what about 15 minutes in? We'd have shot this guy. And you don't know why, and that would have ended. <laughs> <laughs> then it could have gone for the flashback then we would have known and then yeah that would have been the end of the film it would have been like 20 minutes long and that would have been nice then I would have had even more gripes I would I kind of knew that I'd go sorry and when you really so he's gone off to try yeah about ruining the film to beat this guy at kickboxing <laughs> but instead of that he just would take a gun and fucking shoot him instead <laughs> I don't think the training went very well, did it? I wish he did, then the movie would be over. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but everyone knows you can't use weapons in kickboxing. It's out of order, so that's why he chose not to use the gun, right? Oh, right, so that's why they yeah, used we'll swords, see later. Yeah, <laughs> this story wouldn't go against that. Where did, where did the swords come <laughs> into it? That's what I want to know. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> insert flashback. Um, oh. This is where we get Eric. We get to see them fighting in a rather run-down um, place. It's it's definitely more underground. Um, but this is where we don't even have the world championship fight, and he's just he's just already won it, and they're kind of celebrating. Um, the guy who plays Eric, by the way, Darren, I cannot pronounce your last name. Um, died. This was his last role. Oh wow! Was actually actually died in the film. Batista um, actually killed him. Uh, yeah, he died in his. Uh, he had a heart condition. He died in sleep. Oh, shit. Unfortunately, oh, this was sad. his last last appearance, done in 2015. Oh, shit. Rest in peace. Oh, I, I really like the film now. Mm. <laughs> I know. Haven't you just ruined me slating this film? <laughs> what? No, the, the film was shit. No, he made the, the movie. <laughs> the no-name actors, like, I, like, the main character, just so everyone knows, I've done an IMDb thing. Like, he hasn't, he's just a stunt double for, like, everyone else. He's done, yeah, he's done a lot of films, ain't it? Like, um... Yeah, a lot of films, but just as a stunt double. About his stunts, so did he try, nice. did he die during it? So maybe that's why they changed the storyline up a bit. Um... They may have already filmed that scene, and obviously they're going to go literally with the original. But he died during it, so they had to kind of Let me find out. go at a different angle. Ah, good me. Well, they didn't want to waste money on a CGI. No, no, they finished the film his part before. That was always going to be what happened in the film. Oh, they're idiots then. Yeah, they are. Because again, that, that his, his part in it just completely ruined his character. But yeah, no, so yeah, so um, Eric is claiming world champion, and you, this is where you get this horrible woman. The villain of the film. What's her name again? Marcia or something? Marcia, yeah. yeah. She's like... It was really random. I just... yeah. Does anyone know who she is, though, like, in real life? Yeah, uh, isn't she one of the women? Gina Carano. Wrestlers? Yeah, former strike, former strike Force world champion, Gina Carano. Unbeatable until she fought Cyborg, who batted the shit out of her into retirement. Oh, wow. There you go. She was in Deadpool. Oh, she was Angel Deadpool. Dust in Deadpool. Yeah, who so? Yeah, shit. She was the big woman there. Yeah, oh, fuck. Okay. See, and in IMDb, they credit her as um, Tung Po's escort. No, we don't. That's someone else. That's another chick. That's, really? That's I thought it was her. No, 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 no. It's another chick. When I looked okay. on it, Marsh. I, I see that. It's not, it's not her. It's not her. Oh, okay, okay. My bad. My bad. I do apologize. You're Karen. looking at Su Lin and Sari. Or Sari, yeah. But yeah, so um, she's basically, I suppose, what, an events person. She kind of goes around looking for fighters and waging bets. See, now, she seems like the Mr. Lee, kind of, but not not controlling provinces and shit like that. But Ooh, yeah. Because uh, he looked up at her and, and she was like, you know, more rounds out of this fight. And he was doing what she said rather than... 
Yeah, it's probably all like betting syndicate, ain't it? Like, oh, go down yeah. in round two. But now, uh, basically, she um, goes up to Eric and Kurt and basically says, um, I've got a fight for you in Thailand. I'm just going to make you a lot of money. I'll give you some money now. I can't remember how much it was. It was like, is it 20,000 or something? 200,000. Yeah, yeah. 200,000 now and then oh, 200,000 yeah. when you get, get there. there. Yeah. That's 400,000 before he even fights. It's like, well. Uh, then this is where um, Kurt basically goes to Eric and says, oh, I've got bad feelings about this. Mm-hmm. But, of course, <clears throat> we find out that um, Eric goes out there anyway. Silly Billy. Silly Billy. Yes. He, uh, when he's obviously, he's training and um, he gets a note and it's uh, plane tickets and his uh, Eric's world champion medal. Which, um, apparently in this film, the, it wasn't a kickboxing, it was a karate world championship. Eric won. Thought it was a bit strange. Let's not get you started on karate and old kung fu. Oh, I could, I could, I could go on a rant. Karate is absolutely useless. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It is useless. That's Eliot Machida. It's a useless Mr. martial arts. It's a useless Mr. martial art. Tell you what, my um, UFC knowledge is going to see me through in this show. I tell you. <laughs> but yeah, no. So yeah, karate is useless martial art. Don't learn it. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, so he, he flies out to Thailand. And this is where he um, goes to the fight event, and it's pretty, pretty, it is just an underground in some like warehouse somewhere fight. Yeah, it's like fight event in quotations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just they literally fight in a cage. And it's, is, yeah, it is. It's bad. It's like okay, this film's gone rather, rather underground really quickly. That's the thing. If you turned up there, you'd be like, yeah, this seems legit. Yeah. There's this world champion live on Eurosport. Let's do this. Yeah, of course, no. Um, but yeah, so that happens. Um, he arrives, and this is where Compovia's are fighting his brother, and he's just getting battered. It's bad. I found it weird how he just got there. I don't know how long he undenied about taking his ticket, but just <laughs> yeah. to get there during the fight. How convenient. Very convenient. Very. And just as he gets there, what happens? His brother dies. And yeah. he gets a decent spot in the crowd as well. You think, oh, he'll be at the back. Gets his neck snapped. At least they had a bigger audience than they did in the original Kickboxer World Championship. Yeah, I always like um, always like the advice from him. He's in a chokehold, and his brother shouts, "Get out!" <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like a rampage for the whole of like Ultimate Fire. Yeah. Get off! I'm sure he was sitting there thinking, "Fuck me! I never thought about that." <laughs> I know. So this is where the police arrive at this time, and uh, everyone uh, kind of runs off, and you just got Kurt there, kind of with his brother, just on the floor weeping. But yeah, this is where um, obviously. It, brother's dead and this is where the police uh what's her name it is lou uh basically she's been planning to stop this underground fighting for a while and uh she uh I, sorry i don't actually know what they did in this the police they yeah. turned up turned out the lights threw everyone out <laughs> yeah effectively I, I, you know you just i didn't actually understand what they did oh well, i mean we find out that the her superior was it watana something like that i don't know how to pronounce the name is a uh watana <laughs> <laughs> what an R, I think. W A T T O N A. What an R. There you go. That's his name. <laughs> he's on the payroll. He's a he's a corrupt cop. He's, uh, he's so he's in on it all the time without realizing. Uh, then obviously a bit of conversation about what happened. Then this is where obviously Eric is dead on the table in the mor- mor- mortuary. Mortuary. What the hell is it called? A mortuary. 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 I don't know. Sounds weird. Um. Yeah. 
Let's roll the police around him and uh, I don't know even how um, what's her face gets in this room. Uh, Gina Carano. Yeah, like how how is she allowed in? Like this guy viewing his brother's dead body. It's like, what are you doing? Not supposed to stop. And then he basically goes for her because he's like, oh yes. Yeah, this I is mean, all your fault. Yeah. yeah. I thought there'd be a bigger story with her. <laughs> there wasn't really. It's like she was, she was literally just yeah, like a cameo role. I just got. You know, we talk about sort of the villain and that. She's really let up. Like you know, she was to do with this. And it just wasn't really addressed. No, it wasn't, no. Um, next scene is a bit weird, is when the the policeman uh, takes him to his brother's trainer. And originally you think it's this uh, old guy, but it's not. Then John Claude Van Damme's in the background. Oh, yeah. It's like, yes. A cheap, cheap laugh, wasn't it? Oh, yes. <laughs> Master Durand, which is a rather random name. Can I say in this thing, yeah, because obviously he blames him, right? Yeah. And he goes, oh, I, I teach him to train. I don't tell him who to fight. And literally later on in the film, I swear, like 20 minutes later, he tells him to fight someone. He <laughs> <It> does, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, you're so full of shit. Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, so basically Durand gives him the the fight money from uh, what was owed to his brother. So he gave it to uh, Kurt. And basically, yeah, so he goes off. He's uh, going back to the airport. And they basically, uh, for all intents and purposes, deport him and say he's not allowed back in the country unless he'll get, um, he'll get arrested in that case. Like, okay. Yeah, that works really well. That works. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you thought they would have escorted him on the plane, not just to the terminal. But yeah, no, they didn't. Uh, then, uh, back to present day, um, Kurt wakes up in this temple and they're all talking to him and basically they uh, call the police to uh, arrest him because, you know, he's not meant to be in the country. It's like, damn it, why you do this? Uh, but this is where um, you find that Lou has got um, alternative, um, what's that word? Intentions. Okay. About um, uh, Kurt. It's like, okay. Uh-huh. She's gonna, she, cause he, she knows that there's corruption going on. So the, he's basically gonna be our inside man. Um, then as they're driving away, um, s- elephants appear. Oh, don't get me started on this. <laughs> yeah, they've been, they've been, <laughs> they've been, they were told, to, yeah, don't let them get to where they need to get to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the elephants. Did I write my notes? Uh, worst fake elephants ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I know. I've, I've that never... was. Are dreadful. When Even the brothers Grimsby was better elephants. <laughs> yeah. When they were like jumping on the elephants, you could just see them wobble left to right. I just, oh, again, that, ridiculous. So basically, yeah, there's a lot of thugs uh, with elephants, and they start to attack Kurt and Lou. Um, with then they have a lot of fight scene on the elephants' backs, and you just see these yep. fake elephants just wobbling His left and right, wobbling, <laughs> yeah. wobbling out. Bouncing Ab- absolutely terrible. I, yeah, just, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Certainly didn't spend much of their budget on the elephants, I can tell you that. Um, it was shit, wasn't it? Yeah. But, yeah, so... <laughs> they're fighting on elephants, and while uh, Kurt's fighting on the elephants, the other thugs uh, managed to uh, get Lou, even though she's a police officer, she's pretty useless because she doesn't even use a gun. And um, But he sees that, and they uh, he runs after them, and they he rescues her, basically. And it's like, yes. So they go back to uh, good old Durand, and he's nursing his wounds, effectively. And yeah, that's uh, pretty much half an hour into that film. So we'll head back to the remake. I mean, the not the remake. The original. <laughs> the original. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So we left George Claude Van Damme going to the... Uh, village to get some groceries. And um, yeah, so he arrives in the village, and he just starts playing Ball Defiance with kids for some reason. I found this really weird. It was a really village, weird village, scene. Village like playing with kids, like, can't do that nowadays. Jesus. I don't know. It was, it was like they just, I don't know, it was like, out of like one of those documentaries when a celebrity goes to like a, a village and starts playing around with kids. It was really weird. <laughs> what documentaries do you watch? I know, what fucking documentary did you watch? 
Yeah, you see on the news. Documentary nah. porn. <laughs> you see it on the news and that when celebrities go to like uh, Africa and all that and they start playing with the kids and having fun. This and then they adopt one. You get any one? No, just me. Yeah, just, just you. I know what you're talking about. Oh, I mean, you. I understand what you mean. Just have right. to approach it differently. Was <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme certainly didn't. Anyway. Yeah. Well, no, it's the similarities with the second film where he has kid helpers. Oh Just yeah. Saying. Just saying. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme uh, runs in as he's playing. The kid runs into these two guys who look suspicious, saying, "Oh no, they're going to be bad." Uh, meanwhile, he uh, goes up to this person's shop, and her name is Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. This is Miley's store. And he basically says, I was sent by, well, Jean, and he was, yeah, that's my uncle. And they have a little conversation about that. He gets the things. Then suddenly, these two thugs appear and they start, well, they're basically there to get the money. Kind of like the whole, like, uh, protection money, you know, we have to pay you to protect you kind of thing. But no, Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme's having none of it. Kurt is nothing. And he um, decides to beat them up. And he does that. Which is good without any training yet. Yeah, he does that pretty well. He had his little toe tappy move he did at the beginning. Yeah. Must I say, yeah, Van Damme's got the best sex noises ever. <laughs> nah, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> Just saying. Oh. Ah, and this is a. Uh... <laughs> Get off me! <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. Prepare yourself! <laughs> Yeah, so this is where uh, Miley's really angry at him for not letting them have the money because, you know, she thinks she's going to get in trouble. But she doesn't. She's fine for now. Later on, she gets... Yeah, we'll get back to that. Anyway, um, this is where he goes back to Jean and he goes, yeah. And so then Winston appears and he says, yeah, you're going to... He just drops him his things and he's like, yeah, you're staying here for a few days. Then Winston just goes again. He's very in and out, this character. And now we just basically get a rather long... Uh, training mo uh, montage of um, basically Kurt trying to learn John Chow's ways. And we get a, a lot of um, nice pictures of uh, birds as well. It's like throwing the random birds in there. Dog footage. Yes. And um, oh, actually this is my fun, uh, favourite. You know, um, well, first he uh, drops a coconut onto his stomach and says, you know, protect yourself, which he doesn't. It hurts him a lot. And this is what actually made me laugh is when um, it's like... You need to run fast, so I'll give you this piece of meat. It's like, what am I doing with it? How is a piece of meat going to make me run fast? So he attaches to his legs and he lets dogs chase off. But that was a bit of comedy gold. That was good. Yeah. yeah that made me yeah. chuckle. Was it nice, Nick? It was nice. <laughs> One of the nicest parts about this movie. Um, Much nicer than the remake, anyway. Uh, Next, we um, yeah, we literally just get to see them have dinner. Uh, this is pretty much where um, Kurt and... Uh, Miley kind of get closer with each other, they kind of get to know each other a bit more and all, all that. You can see their kind of romanticness going on there. And, the uh, interest. Yes. Uh, he says to her, you're beautiful and all that stuff. It's like, okay, this is we know where this is going. Uh, next is where you get to see Stone City, where uh, many ancient warriors come to fight. And Van Damme. And Van Damme. They definitely get did get their use out of Thailand, the film crew. Mm. They went everywhere. Um, so yeah, this is where uh, Van Damme and uh, more birds, you get more stock footage of birds, uh, have a little train with uh, some sticks. And yeah, this again, just is literally more training with like these um, pads on the uh, poles and all that stuff. And this is where the next scene actually also made me chuckle. It was nice. Um, is where uh, Van Damme was, uh, what looked like he was trying to give birth with his legs spread open. He's a talented man right there. Uh, especially yeah, Chow. Yeah, doing the splits. 
Yeah, I'll but no, uh, I could do it actually. I could, I could oh, do you it. Can. Yeah, I don't know if I can now, but I used to be able to. If we get a thousand followers on Twitter, Nick will film himself doing this. Split. <laughs> I'm blocking this. <laughs> Nick's just going to dislocate his fucking hip and. <laughs> it's going to be one of those viral videos where I just break myself. It's going to get like too many views. I must like break one, you. One guy, one jar. One guy. Oh, one dear. You just hear a snap and Nick going, oh. Oh, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> Cut the video, please. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I didn't do the splits this way, uh, where he, he attached some you ropes and pulleys yeah. and just pulls him apart, effectively. We can do that for you, Nick, if you want to reenact it. Nah. Okay. I'm good. Nah, nah, because it looked too painful. Uh, Kurt it? didn't look like he enjoyed himself. Do you yeah. think he looks new himself? <laughs> Enjoy himself. You don't know your balls until I twist them. <laughs> Apparently he didn't. Uh, uh, then you get a short clip of uh, Kurt looking like looking after his brother in hospital. Then it goes back to uh, Kurt underwater training, doing his fight moves underwater. Then this is where you, next scene is where you get introduced to the dog. It's like, oh. Yeah, well, you met the dog, ain't it? Because it's running after. I'll probably introduce the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who later has not a very nice scene, but you know. Uh, this is where um, kind of Kurt. Oh, it, they bottled it with that scene later on. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, but this is where Kurt and uh, Chow have a little um, argument about him trying to kick down this tree because he doesn't want to break his leg. Uh, but then he basically says, uh, you know, you need to remember your brother and all that stuff. Then insert more training. And um, when he eventually breaks the tree, he basically break, almost breaks his leg. It's just bleeding everywhere. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, it was all right. I just... Well, I can say it might have been like Karate Kid 3, which is because he keeps kicking it. Kicking it. <laughs> and he goes, look, I've had enough of you. Yeah. Go on, pack your bags down and go. <laughs> it's for the Karate Kid remake where he could have got the same training just by putting his coat on enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so again, more training. So I can say about this this part of the film. And this is where, um, obviously, uh, from a very great height, he drops more coconuts on him. And at this time, he can, he can he's able to do it. No, coconut cause light. <laughs> and this is again where he visits his brother in hospital and now he seems even though he's paralyzed he's really happy about it he's always got a smile on his face from now on he's been touching up the nurse well, this is when he, yeah this is when he molests the nurse i thought this yeah this was a really strange scene because it was only like a couple of seconds long and they literally just inserted it in there so he could touch the nurse's bottom yeah please don't do this at home people no. if you're in hospital or if you're making a film <laughs> it wasn't very could get, nice could get, could get you uh court, court proceedings yes even if you are doing it for the camera. Anyway, moving on. Uh, this is where um, Chow takes Kurt to this bar in the middle of nowhere, which apparently, is, well, I suppose, it's next to a lake. And this he, is the same movie, isn't it? This is the scene where he gets him a little bit tipsy, a little bit drunk, and he was drinking what was this drink called, like Kiss of Death or something. Kiss of Death. And this it's is like where he wants him to dance because he wants to test his balance. Yeah. Does anyone know the name of the song? Oh, the jukebox. Um, no, I can't remember. I'm sorry. Oh my god, you asked a question, David. Eddie it? Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yes, do that. <laughs> it could be party all the time, buddy Murphy. Party all the time. Party all the time. There we go. So yeah, he gets up and starts dancing with this random woman that uh, Chow gives him. All the women start dancing with him. He's pulling his. There was only two women, mate. Only yeah. two ladies. Two, two ladies. ladies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so all the women. All the women, yeah, <laughs> two of them, all two of them start dancing. And this is where the guys get angry because he's dancing so well and they all decide to attack him. No, because no, Zane's going around and them all. He's... <laughs> yeah. Come on, Nick. <laughs> I was just about to get Did to you that. Watch it? I was Did just you watch about it? to oh, get okay, that. Okay. You, you butted in too soon there. Okay. 
I just say that they start attacking him because Chow's gone around telling them they're all terrible fighters and how um, Kirk That's beat them. That's not you said. You said because they were dancing. He was dancing too good. Yeah, and I think it's because he was dancing too good. He was I agree with that. Dancing too good. No one. No, they can't dance like that. Yeah, and I think you guys can't. That's why we're getting jealous. Yeah, <laughs> attacking Nick. He does the splits. He knocks them all out. One of them falls into the river, which was inside the building. He basically defeats them all, and he gets sits down for a drink. I like how drunk he gets through this fight as well. Like when he's dancing, he could stand up properly and have a little jiggle, but now he's just hardly walking. And yeah, so he leaves the bar after having another drink and knocking one last person out, and he basically says to them, he goes out and sees Charles talking with uh, Mr. Lee, and he's basically setting up the fight for um, Kurt. I want Kung Pao! Kung Pao! <laughs> and yeah, so uh, this is where also uh, Kurt has to uh, cycle up uh, Chow home as well, which I thought was funny. With this random woman in the next seat next to him, I was like, Chris. No, it's not a random woman. It's the actual driver of the. That was it. Sorry. Bicycle. Yeah. yeah. That would. I suppose that would actually make sense. This <laughs> is a random woman. Random woman. Which is random. I'm sorry if it's a he. It could be a he. I didn't really get to see their face. No, yeah. it was a guy. Probably a guy. Anyway, moving on. So this is where the 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 stites the stites. Uh, the fights start um, happening. Um, so yeah, so first we get to see what was his name. It was I'm just gonna give up. Yeah, he has a name. We we'll call him Lennon. Moving on. Uh, yeah, so uh, Kurt batters his opponent. And he wins. And everyone's chanting his name. It's like yeah. And now he. This is where he shouts Kung Pao. I want him now. How's that go, Griff? I want Kung Pao. There you go. Uh, this is where they go back to training, and uh, this is where his brother with Winston arrive, and they're all living like all going out and well, playing pretty much playing happy families. They're all living there now, and insert more training and boxing. And uh, this is where while he's visiting the old ruined city, he gets random. He hears random noises. I see dead people. Pretty much the ghosts of the ancient warriors. And while he's on his way back, he sees a. Uh, my Lee in the forest jungle picking flowers and they have a little kiss. Uh, moving on, this is where um, Eric and Kurt have a heart-to-heart talk about. Eric basically saying to Kurt, you should not fight him because you know what happened to me and I was wrong not to ignore you. <laughs> and I just thought, yeah, we're going around in a big circle here because he's going to fight him. Um, this is where kind of a big thing happens where they get in a message from the Kung Pao's people and they, it's an ancient message. It's like a... They decide instead of having a proper fight in a box, well, in a ring, they they'll do it the old school way, where they get uh, was it uh, resin and uh, glass on their uh, hands, punch people together. Yes. So yeah. moving on. So yeah. So he's like, oh no, you shouldn't fight him and all that stuff, and like, no, he's gonna kick you. And um, again, more training. Can't really say much about it. And this is where Mr. Lee goes and sees basically, I suppose, the boss of them all. And ask for a million dollars. Place a bet on Kung Pao. I mean, that's that's bad, isn't it? Yeah. You're asking your mate for a million pounds to do a bet. <laughs> yeah. That's when you know you're in shit. Yeah, but this is where things turn sour for um, Kurt. Where they uh, they kidnap uh, My Lee. And she gets, uh, unfortunately, uh, raped by uh, Poe. Which we find out a little bit later on. Can I just say, yeah. though? Yeah. Right, so she got raped. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. She went back and told... The guy, and he gave her the most unsympathetic little tap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the uncle, her uncle. Yeah, after she got raped, yeah. she went back and told him. He just kind of gave her a little tap in the leg and was like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah. okay. just, it it happens. Felt, it, it was. It was just like, oh no. <laughs> 
but what a bastard. Yeah. Uh, and the next scene, you see more um, training of uh, Kurt, and you actually see him talk to a bird for a split second, okay? Um, meanwhile, um, Mr. Lee, men and all his stuff, uh, they turn up to his place, Kurt's place, and uh, Charles' place, and they all end up kidnapping everyone, beating them up. And that's a very sad scene here as well. Um, one of the uh, thugs uh, throw a knife at the dog. Yeah. Very good acting by the dog, by the way. I look yeah. at the credits and nowhere did it say no dogs were hurt during the making of this film. So I think the dog did die. No, it just... No, it wasn't. No, that. It just got... You could tell it was... just a bit of... Play, you know, play okay. dead. And yeah. it played dead well. Because you could see it was looking at someone in the background. Is where his dog trainer. It was, yeah, someone, it, was... it was his old dog mum that come to meet him. <laughs> so yeah, so um, this is where Kurt and Muddy head back, and they're like, yeah. Uh, this is where Winston arrives. Also, it's like, yeah, we need to get uh, the dog to the hospital now. Bets. So yeah, they they get the dog to the hospital. Hospital. Yeah, what's the hospital gonna do? Should we go on bets? Yeah, we should. Should have done. Turn up at A and E with a fucking dog. Oh yes. This is where. Um, Miley says to Winston, I got raped as well. She's pretty much told everyone now but her boyfriend. And it's like, you know, you must find Eric because he's missing. So that's what happens in a minute. It was just a bad four minutes for him, let's be honest. It was, yeah, it couldn't have got any worse. I mean, the dog's fucked, his brother's gone, she's got raped. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know why I'm finding it funny, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's the way you say it. It's just a bit you sit there, you think, look, I don't know what you know, my brother's fucked, my dog's dead, why you got to break this to me now? Can't we just wait till tomorrow or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear me. So the yes. dog survived. I think the dog survived. Yeah, the dog's does survive. You see it bandaged up later. I felt that was like a, um, felt like a rewrite. Although, like, the bandages was nowhere near where it actually got hurt. That's saying. what I thought. It almost felt like they did a test screen and people were upset that the dog died and they yeah. had to reshoot it. It was nice they kept the dog in, that's all I can say. Well, yeah, I reckon that was the general um, feeling. So, yeah, so the back... Well, they're in this, like, underground place, this, like, fight arena, and they're all getting prepared and ready. They're putting their hands in glass and resin, because it's going to be a brutal fight. And this is where Mr. Lee tells Kurt, you know, you have to lose this fight, because otherwise we'll kill your brother. It's like, okay, so you don't have any confidence in Poe at all. You have to cheat to win. He should turn around and say, my brother dies, he dies. Come on, Kung Pao. Kung Pao. I gotta cheat to win. I gotta... <laughs> Can I say, yeah, in this in original, yeah, the adhesive they must put on those gloves to get the glass, yeah, not one shard comes off the glove and make the floor dangerous. Oh, yeah, no. That resin's really good, you know. They need to Dang. sell that. They need to pattern that bad boy. <laughs> they do. It's called Gorilla Glue. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so moving on. Uh, while um, Kurt and Power are fighting, uh, insert... Jean Chow, who's trying to rescue Eric. He tricks the, the, the people with, um, he puts the car through the uh, building, and it's like, he just put a brick on the uh, pedal, and then he goes, goes and beats up the first couple of people, and then they all point guns at him. He's like, oh no, what's going to happen to him now? Meanwhile, um, again, they're just cutting powers fighting, but Kurt's not doing really well. Then it cuts back to... The, Isn't the... it bad how, like, his brother trying gets paralyzed in like the second round yeah him trying to lose but stretch it out that's a lot about pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah uh, uh meanwhile winston appears and rescues uh not only eric uh, mr chow with his uh with his ex with his always military hardware and his m16 with grenade launcher mr. Blowing everyone that's his name that name again it's mr, mr. chow, chow. <laughs> 
this is where I lost it with old Chow. This is where he turned up in all his army gear. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, his M16s, his M203 grenade launchers and everything. Blows everyone up. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is where they uh, rescue Eric. And it's like, yes. Things, good things are happening now. Uh, meanwhile, um, Kurt's getting absolutely destroyed. He's like bleeding from everywhere now. And uh, this is where, suddenly... Eric, uh, Winston, and um, Chow appear, and they're all holding uh, Eric. Is like yes. It's like he kind of has flashbacks. He's like yes, I can do it now. And suddenly the, the turns tied, and Eric, com sorry, Kurt, completely destroys Mr. Chow. Mr. Chow, Mr. Poe. Oh, pow, pow, pow. Um, I don't know why Powell decided to get a torch and try and run at Kurt with it, because that wasn't going to work. Poe gets some nice little wedges during this scene. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. Did I miss the part where he told him I raped your girlfriend? That was just before during the fight. fight isn't it? Yeah, during the fight. He kind of angers him. During the fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you mention that? No, I didn't. I forgot about that. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah, mention that because that's yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. Tells him, yeah, I raped your girlfriend, and that's when he kind of enrages even more. Mention so, it. Yeah, he sits down and he asks her, I want the truth. Didn't he say, like, I, you bleed like your girlfriend or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yes, that was it. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> What a fucking line. I know, right? Uh, then, um, yeah, so he defeats... <laughs> what a cunty line. <laughs> if he bleeds, we can kill her. Yeah, apparently. Ugh. So, yeah. Kurt defeats Pal with a kick to the face and... Um, a kick to the face, which is... Then his head hits a monument and he just collapses. And um, he cheers. He goes back to all his friends and family and the dog's there with his bandage. And, yeah, you're like, happily ever after. The end. So, yeah, that was a film. <laughs> Did um, the other guy die, the bad guy? No, no, no. I he's, he's, in the other two, he's in the two sequels. Yeah, yeah. He's in number three and um, number two and number three. And he's in the new one. And he's in the new one. Is he? <laughs> he's in the prison. He goes, don't, don't you remember? In the new one, when you get to it. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! The, the guy really? like, yeah. Van Damme. Damn, oh. Oh. I missed that. Oh, you forget me. That's him. That's right. My, Miko, or something. Ah, no, 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 that's right, because Jean-Claude walks past him and he's just there on the bar with his arm. Yeah, I was wondering, like, I was wondering, like, what do you mean, remember you? Yeah, because oh, he's... All of you obviously, he was, he, he got, like, a lot of makeup and all that, like, on him to look more Asian. But that guy is actually Jean-Claude Van Damme's um, very close friends in the 80s, I think. They grew up together in martial arts and that. And then they started doing films together because I think he was an AWOL as well, like mm. Jean-Claude. Uh, one thing, one, I suppose not a movie mistake, but um, in the credits they uh, say uh, uh, Poe is himself, but of course he's not. He's an actual uh, person. Massive cock up. But they do it in both films, uh, the remake and this, for some reason. Everyone knows a WWE superstar. I know. <laughs> um, so quick facts about this film. I've got a couple of facts if you don't want to. What, uh, the original or? The original, yeah. Go on, go for it. Um, so it was actually meant to star yeah, Chuck too. Norris, not Van Damme. Um, yeah. Norris try, actually tried to buy the film rights uh, to get Boxer, but they wouldn't... Uh, they go, oh, the producer didn't want it because he wanted Van Damme. He didn't want Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Nah, no. nah, I, I think Chuck Norris is a bit of a prick in real life, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He didn't want to do karate kicks. didn't want to be the bad um, teacher because, like, oh, I don't agree with it. In storyline, he made Expendables 2 be a PG. He didn't want any swearing. <laughs> Did anyone interfere in Undertaker Yokozuna's match? Like, still, still too soon. I don't know. <laughs> and a uh, quick. Uh... <laughs> 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 
So the reason uh, Van Damme got this role is because obviously he's not originally from America. Um, he the got... reason he got it. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> the reason the reason why Van Damme got this movie role is because when he first moved to America in the early eight, he worked as a waiter. And uh, while he was waiting, the producer of the film um, basically uh, Van Damme showed him a few roundhouse kicks in the middle of his food service. But wait. Kickboxer was done after a couple other films, like so he had already made himself known in the martial arts filming. No, right. AWOL was before this. AWOL yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. I mean, this. this no, I thought AWOL was after this. I thought we said this the other day. Was it? Wait, this is the he first did a one film before. Yeah, he did like maybe like it wasn't nothing. Blood big. sport, blood sport, blood sport was before it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, blood sport. Is. But no, basically. Uh, he's un he's uncredited though in that. What in blood sport? Yeah, he's, he's the star. He's the star. He's, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, 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 I read that wrong. I read that wrong. He edited it, but he's uncredited. Sorry. The notes are wrong. Uh, I only read half the note, which is not good. Now, basically, that little incident of him doing roundhouse kicks by uh, by the producer basically signed him up for three films, including Bloodsport and Kickboxer and all that. I love Bloodsport. Good, but Brock's don't punch back. And the original name of this film was uh, called Karate Tiger Three for some reason. Karate Tiger 3? Yeah. Oh, I'd much rather have you Karate Tiger 3. Where's Karate yeah. Tiger 2 and 1? Man, yeah, what, what the fuck are them films? <laughs> no. No, they start straight with 3 and work their way back. Yeah. Maybe hey, a Star Wars, Star Wars thing. Yeah. Uh, like you were saying, uh, mine, uh, Van Damme and uh, the guy who played Poe as uh, friends. Kids yeah, they, were, they went, yeah. To, they, they, they studied martial arts, didn't it? And they That's both right. wanted to become movie stars yeah. in March, like in that kind of action film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, Van Damme did a lot, well, got a lot further than the other guy. Van Damme did. What, you, is, what is the other guy's name? Miko Quissing or something Quissy. like that. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Who isn't actually Thai at all. He's from Belgium. Oh, is he from Belgium as well? Yeah, so yeah, he was yeah. a he was a um, really good friend of. Um, yeah, yeah. They grew up together apparently. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. Um, the whole yeah. film was shot in Thailand, so the whole beginning America world champion thing never happened to America. It was all in Thailand. Yeah. Uh, what else have I got? Uh, Eric's Eric, the actual person, was an actual heavyweight boxing kickboxing world champion. Oh, was he? Uh, obviously, uh, Van Damme didn't come back for the sequels of. Uh, Kickboxer. Yeah, they got someone else in all the other kickboxers. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! It's his brother. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the film's focus on his brother. Yeah, who's never mentioned. Have you seen? I haven't one. actually watched it, but like, I think number three is saying like he's in Mexico, and then number oh, he's just all over the place. What? Does he have a wheelchair yeah. all of a sudden? Or? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it happens. I don't know, but he's fighting. He's fighting again, unless there's another brother in it. That I don't yeah, know. no, no, he's got another brother. He's got another. He's no, yeah, his other brother's called David. He wasn't even mentioned in the first film. Oh, okay. All forgotten about. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, obviously, they probably couldn't get Van Damme back for Kickboxer Two, so they just made up a brother. <laughs> obviously, they couldn't use Eric because he's paralyzed, so they just made up David. It'd be a much better story. <clears throat> it would have. But no. Him just sitting in the corner in a wheelchair for the fight starts. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Back to the uh, remake. So we left them with um, basically uh, Eric and... Jumping on elephants, weren't they? Yeah. No, no, this is where he goes to Durand and they have a little uh, training session. He basically tests his skills in the pouring rain. He's like, yeah, you're no good. <laughs> you need to... Uh, I really didn't like Van Damme in this film. He's well too cheesy. I did prefer um, Charles' And any chance for him to get his top off as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, did he produce this film at all? Or was he just... No, he didn't. He was just nothing to do with any other film apart from just acting. Interesting. But anyway, yeah, so they have a little training session in the uh, in the pouring rain and it then cuts to Poe uh, meditating. Then, obviously, um, this is where they start training uh, Kurt properly and he gets tied up in bed and they start hitting him with sticks for some reason. I thought it was a bit strange. 
Well, to numb the nerves, he said. Um, yes, numb those nerves. And then pretty much it's a lot of training montages and him kissing Lou a lot as well. Like, yeah, they Hey, wait. Yeah. The cop. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know who that was because it all happened so fast. <laughs> yeah, like those. Well, things... he's met. He's met every training, right? Yeah. When 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 sportsmen train, like they're not meant like ejaculate, release the load. They're meant to keep it all intact so they yeah. have that testosterone built up. You know. So when I was watching him training whilst he was fucking that woman, I was like, nah, 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 you're not. Nah. Happened quite a lot, apparently. Yeah, yeah you're not taking this seriously. <laughs> you're not taking it serious enough. Then that's where I was just like, yep, you ain't taking this fight seriously. So <laughs> I think he's yeah. living it up too much. His brother's dead. Yeah. Yeah, let him empty his balls every now and then, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is where more training happens, and then eventually they go to a bar, and there's like a a fight in the middle oh serious and this is the guy who i thought i don't know why for, for a split second i thought it was simon Pegg because he looks so close like him and he's british he looks so like simon Pegg, like the guy who's doing all the bets and stuff he looks that like simon yeah. oh the guy the fight organizer in the yeah, bar yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I thought it was Simon Pegg for some reason. I don't know why. Like no, that can't be. Oh. Then yeah, so he gets he gets um his fights five thousand around. With Kane Velasquez. Ooh, yeah. I thought I didn't give Velasquez a line in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's known as King's Fighter. That is his name because the guy the guy's called King. He doesn't even have a proper name. That's why he was injured during the bloody world fights. <laughs> That's the thing everyone knows. If it was real life, he would have pulled out. So yeah, basically yeah, they have a fight and they duel and they're punching each other and. Uh, Kurt's pretty much getting beaten, like, bad. Really yeah, but I mean, bad. what kind of bar is this that just fucking wreck it and throw each other through walls? And... I know, like, into jukebox machines and everything. Then, um, I, as... I know that in the original, the fights were fairly basic. Yeah. But they just felt a lot more believable. They made sense. This was just, like, five grand for rounds. Guy picks him up, throws him through a door, smashes up the fucking pub, jumps up elephants, and you just think, all these <laughs> fights just... It's, it's like Karate Kid and the Karate Kid remake. Oh, yes. But they're just doing flips and shit just for the fucking sake of it, and it annoyed me. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, um, Durand has to rescue uh, Kurt because he's about to get his head smashed in but yeah that doesn't that's not how it works so yeah um kurt lost another fight he's uh he wakes up the next day and he's talking to lou and he's about to say you cannot leave this compound because yeah because like i don't want you getting hurt because he loves her so much and this is where we have a return for mr cavi for some reason he just pops his head in again um which was nice which was nice, yeah. yeah. And basically, him and uh, Van Damme have a little conversation about his master, Poe, and about how he's not going to work for him anymore <laughs> after the little punch-up. It's like, okay, so this guy is working for you now, but he's not really involved in the story. So what's happening? Again, in this fight scene, Van Damme even stops to take off his hat and his shirt. It's like, what is going on here? Exactly, any chance to get his top, like, his top yeah. off? It was really random. And he just, yeah, I just like, oh, fuck. Hey, for, for 59, he looks pretty good. You can't, can't. I'm not saying it doesn't look pretty good. <laughs> his trousers are like a salmon car, salmon cow up to his buddy wall. <laughs> yeah, but remember, he's keeping it retro back in his 80s, 90s days. Like, he loves them. He always wears them type of trousers in films. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's never left the 80s on that. <laughs> See, that is his life. IMZ muscles and Brussels. <laughs> but yeah, so basically he gets Cavi to work for him so he can train Kurt because Van Damme doesn't want to train him anymore, apparently. Basically, this is where Cavi's basically gone over to the light side of the force and he's uh, now um Villain. training kurt oh. they're on the bridge yet they're on the bridge with their swords yeah having a little fight so this Fruit. is the bit where he does the i'm not impressed with your performance yeah <laughs> <laughs> i 
Did anyone like get that reference apart from like Griff? No, I didn't. Sorry. Right, basically, he, GSP is like a UFC fighter, yeah. And there was a fight where Matt Hughes was the champion at the time. And after Matt Hughes defended his belt, GSP got in the ring, grabbed the mic, and he was just like, "I'm not impressed with your performance." And it was like a, it was a famous like GSP line. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's why they put it in there because he said it after like a real fight in the UFC. So obviously, oh. it's like an in joke for UFC fans. Yeah, Trying to think who good. Hughes was fighting. What Trig Two was it? Uh, it might be BJ Penn hmm. or one yeah. of them. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So after the fight, he did that, and that's obviously why they put it in there. I see. I see. It's like the only thing he ever says in his whole UFC career. <laughs> of relevance. I tell you one thing. Through all these like training montages, the one bit that makes sense is soon after that where. Um, Kurt is practicing sword fighting with his girlfriend Lou for some reason. She basically defeats him. It's like, okay. That means as you do. As you do. And this is where they start getting the kids to help them tie coconuts oh, to everything. Yeah. Like, okay. That must be. I prefer, I prefer the, uh, it's, it's, it's coconut time. <laughs> yeah. They just start throwing them at them. Yeah. It's morphing time. And yeah, basically, they do a lot of coconut training in this next segment on the film yeah. again this part of the film not lies like 20 to 30 minutes of just training montages training. it drags it drags it, like a motherfucker bad. and like half the montages are just the same thing but at least put some decent music to it if you're going to do montage after montage after montage yeah. win in the end although finally it changes and this is where um Kurt goes up to Tong Po's place and starts punching everyone in the face. And then he challenges them to a fight. And then this is where he gets uh, Storm back. And they have another fight. And this is where he, compl- he does like some weird backflip kick that knocks him out. It was a Pele move, wasn't it? This is where he does Vadoom. I know he fights Vadoom at some point. This is, yeah, this is Vadoom's next. So yeah, um, he fights Vadoom. And uh, they have pretty much another fight. And they they think he's losing. Then he suddenly just jumps on his head and flips him and... Knocks him out again. That's like two fighters down. Then after that, yeah, the um, post says, yep, he accepts your fight. Meanwhile, um, Lou has been spying on that compound and they hear that um, Kurt and Powell's going to have a fight. And she gets really upset and concerned. Uh, the rest of the fucking film. Yeah. We really could do the whole film without her. I think oh, yeah. she's useless. It is a pointless character. There could have been a little cutscene where she was um, feeding someone else to this guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or just saying to create that's what she was doing. Because no real backstory of why she did it or afterwards he just blamed her but then she was just gone. Yeah. Tell what doesn't could... make... I'm sorry. Sorry. Saying to her who another's a pointless character is this Mercy or whatever her name is. Yeah. Where she meets the corrupt policeman and says, yeah, we're doing stuff and all that stuff and this is where Lou kind of springs the trap I think they're trying to be clever and like the two yeah. sequels like we'll find out why Yeah, and uh, this is where she gets ambushed with two other police officers and some guy shooting uh, at them and they eventually kill him and yeah next scene is where uh, Kurt and uh, Lou have fun times in the bed oi 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 have a then after that um, this is where things start to turn a bit strange is when um, Lou arrests both Kurt and Durand because obviously she doesn't want them fighting at all. Because she's be crazy. She's a be crazy. And this is this is where they what? both end up in prison. What kind of woman do you sleep with you and wake up in the morning and she arrests you? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Can I find those girls, please? <laughs> but yeah, so that happens. Um, 
So they're arrested, and this is where, um, while they're in jail, uh, Lou basically says to the corrupt police officer, I'm going to put you under investigation now. It's like, oh no, you've gone and done it. going to blow your cover. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Duran tricks the uh, the police guard of uh, with the keys. He gets him in, and Kurt pops down, and they start beating up all the police force. It's like, okay, they're going to get some jail time after this. Break their way out of prison and beat up a bunch of police officers. Yeah, bear in mind, these are the good guys, all right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is where they Very jump bad. out of the jail and they start fighting more policemen and they have the classic scene which uh, where some guys are carrying glass panels and they end up smashing the police into the glass panels and they end up driving Cla- off. I think a classic scene. Well, this happens in so many um, yeah, so it, many it, martial art films where you got some guys carrying glass panels. It is, it's, it's a classic situation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Chaplin... Yeah, probably the probably started with Chaplin and then... Yeah, yeah. yeah, the people walking a glass panel across the street for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those people are fighting, they still thought they'd take their chance. <laughs> yeah, they didn't just go out of the way, they're just still moving. But yeah, so this is where the, the fight actually happens in this gay cage again. Kurt's arrived, Long Pals, Long Pal? Um, Tongue Pals arrived. This is where you get the uh, speaker going up. Uh, basically just tell him, and everyone's chanting. Yeah, the announcer. And this is where Tongue Pals, everyone's chanting Tongue Pal. And obviously the first, uh, the first round was just normal fighting. There wasn't anything untoward about it. There was a, there were three rounds to this fight. Um, Can I just say, going into this, if you looked, at, I was watching it and I saw the fight and I thought, oh, fucking hell. This has come around fairly fast. Yeah, there's still half an hour left of this film. I know, right? Yeah. For this, I know. Yeah, and the guy, it's almost like this guy, this Storm guy, is Storm, isn't he? Does the announcing? No, 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 someone else. Oh, just anyone random? Yeah, just it was random. almost like. It was almost oh, no, it's like, like a, one of his like lead henchmen. I think. Yeah. He's like, oh, weapons will be thrown in. I choose. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like Jesus. I was Christ. like, hang on, when did weapons come into this? That's what I was. I mean, it kind of makes me because at first I was like, why are they learning how to sword fight? Like, is this to help with some kind of technique? And then you realise, oh, they're going to throw in swords. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was just not uh, nunchucks or spears or handguns, but swords. There's just no point calling this film kickboxer. <laughs> no, especially when the original champion uh, Eric is karate not kickboxing. Oh, exactly. it is just the karate kid again yeah meanwhile uh we missed the uh, i we, oh, we already mentioned it but the scene in the prisons where uh michael chrissy is as a cameo from the original and is it me right during this fight yeah is it me that found that jean claude van damme is the only guy in the cage with him? yeah yeah just, just oh right there yeah okay yeah he's just there and everyone's apart from obviously then i think the announcers there but... he just seems to be not in the crowd he just seems to be in the cage with them yeah pretty bad but yeah, so the first round, um, Poe pretty much gets the upper hand in the whole match. Kurt's pretty much... He's doing okay, I suppose, but he, he just keeps getting knocked to the floor. Uh, round two is where things get more interesting, because this is where they go through back to the original, where they put uh, glass on their glove. Uh, may I, may I point resin. out the glass looked rubbish? <laughs> it did. I thought that. They were these big square chunks. They looked like yeah. shit, didn't they? It looked like the candy store that Paul went into. Yeah. Yeah. With a kitty candy club, yep, yep. yeah. I wouldn't be going there again. They lied. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even use resin on their gloves. They just put their gloves straight into the glass. I didn't like, even uh, realise this was mentioned though. He said about weapons in the next round of, the, of his choice. I, I assumed like swords. I didn't think. And oh. sorry, oh, you guys must clear this up for me because I didn't yeah. get it. So he said, but the first round is yeah. just the eight points. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that? Eight points of contact. I'm guessing. Yeah, what does yeah, that contact mean? Uh, Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees and toes. And eyes, and knees, and mouth, and nose. That's the eight points. 
limbs. It's a Muay Thai reference. Art of eight limbs. The science of eight limbs. Okay. Oh, is it? Oh, my bad. I got confused with head, shoulders, knees and toes. Knees and toes. Two points being the fists and four points, hands and feet and all that stuff. mouth and nose. Head, shoulders, knees and toes. Knees and toes. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, so they're fighting fighting with glass this time. And again, thinker across it. Anyway, yeah, so they're fighting with glass and... Kurt is getting absolutely destroyed. He's bleeding from pretty much everywhere. Uh, but uh, Kurt does get a one like hit on, on Poe. He bleeds. You can kill him. If please, you can kill him. I was like, yes. But yeah, I mean, when right at the end of this round, where uh, Poe knocks Kurt to the floor and just starts like wailing in him, it's like, how is he not dead? All I can say is, yeah, he were cut. I swear, the cuts aren't very consistent between round two and three. Oh no, he is it. cut everywhere. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, next round, he hasn't got half the cuts. Yeah, yeah, he's like, not only he's got half the cuts, like all the blood on him has like gone away. It's like, yeah, okay then. Um, before round three happens, the police arrive. Yeah, this was ridiculous. This was just stupid. So the police arrive. They go to arrest uh, arrest Marcia, which they do. Then as as they surround the fighting arena, they all start pointing their guns at them, and suddenly they just pull their guns away and just watch them fight this fight yeah like, let, let him finish oh look it. my boyfriend's fighting i won't stop this and stop him from being killed i'll just let them continue yeah uh but this time continue with swords it's ridiculous like, what training like i'm sorry you can't train two swords like in a session <laughs> not as good as he was fighting anyway like poe must be like a master in it i just i don't know anyway, bullshit. yeah so like they sword fight and again they, they will end up losing their swords at the kind of close and he's in that infamous headlock and he basically says like if you don't want to lose get get the get out and he finds the strength through his brother and all that stuff and he starts doing flying kicks and everything and uh use the force use the force and um this is where basically John Claude Van Damme between while they're both struggling to get back up is like come on okay and this is where you see Cavi in the uh, audience cheering him on. Can we mention here because I got a point at the end of this movie yep. Cavi still has his arm in a sling. Yep it does yeah <laughs> okay, I've got a valid point at the end of the movie. Okay, yeah. At this point, when he's cheering the crowd, he has a, uh, he has a thing in his thing. Yeah, why? What, what's my point? No, why has he got? Why is his arm in the sling? Fuck knows. We don't know. <laughs> no yeah, you don't, yeah. I rewound the whole like the movie to yeah. where he first appeared, and I'm looking, and he, he's there's no reason why his arm is in a sling. Okay, I got my right now, yeah? So yeah. his arm's in a fucking sling, right? Yeah. So, obviously, what's our hero's name, whatever his fucking name is? is he's he's cut up to pieces, yeah? So at the end, we're in a little boat, yeah? He hasn't got a scratch on him, but yet Cavi's arm is still in a sling. So <laughs> he heals quicker than whatever Cavi's done trying to toss off or, I don't know, limp wrist, I don't know. He is Wolverine. He's got no scar. Like, his face is bashed <laughs> up, and then all of a sudden, they're on the boat, all chilling and all that. Point valid. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but going, but let's finish off this film. Going back to the fight scene, yeah, they again they continue fighting, and suddenly a sword gets a uh, thingy. Poe picks up a sword, I think. How convenient. I know, right? Uh, but the, they have a little fight over the sword, and it gets stuck into the the fence of the cage. No, 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 no. What happens? The fence, the fence one. Uh, Van Damme threw it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was just stuck in there already. Yeah, the whole yeah. time. And suddenly they both go over to it, well, they're, and they're both trying to push each other into the sword blade. And you, you know it's going to happen, and um, it happens. I didn't. I thought he was going to kill both of them. <laughs> I, thought it'd be, I thought it was going to be a bit more brutal, like almost like he kind of forced him down, decapitates him. I, yeah, I was hoping I was his head was I was disappointed. Enough. It was just literally like a just stuck neck, like, yeah. this is for my brother. Yeah, so he, he 
pushes uh, Pao into his blade, into the blade, and uh, yeah, he's cheering, and Lou smiles, he's like, yes, not only is my boyfriend the murderer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, he's also escaped prison, uh, prison, beat up several police officers. Yeah. He's not supposed to be in the country. Not supposed to be in the country. <laughs> yeah, fugitive, immigrant. Yeah. Um, After 10 minutes, he's supposed to be out of the country. Yeah, uh, but you know, he gets away with it, and they go off and to the on the boat. Having a little kiss. Again, like with no scars. You see Van Damme waving at them. And just, yeah. Um, that was pretty much the end of the film. Uh, did anyone watch the credits by any chance? I started. Uh, yeah. I started. Yeah. I was like, no, I can't watch this. I did. And this <laughs> pissed me off even more. <laughs> I thought about three minutes before, you've just killed a man. Yeah. And you're dancing in your pants. And then, yeah, you're suddenly dancing in your pants, doing the same from the original. I was yeah, it was like they that. split, they basically split the screen up from the original dance scene and the uh, the new film. I there. thought they, I was expecting Jean-Claude to come in the background, like, when start dancing with him or something. I don't know why I thought that, but, like... That would have been nice. I would have liked that. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Maybe his pants on his head or something. So, yeah, that's the end of... Taking this serious. Kickbox of Vengeance, everyone. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. So... I thought the original was good. Obviously, it's a bit of a classic, um, so to speak. I just think the sequel just tried to be different too much. So in the first one, like Tom Poe's like a bit of a almost like he's under like oh you just in there to kill him. Where almost in the sequel they've made him kind of oh if you're worthy of fighting me, I'll fight you. And you got to fight these other people to get through to me. There's too many montages. Wasn't a lot of story. It was too much like fighting for the sake of fighting just to get it was just an action movie and just tries to recycle the whole like oh guy wants to be get a revenge story too much action not enough storyline and the whole like oh starts losing gets a little pep talk comes back and wins it just made me feel i was just bored after like 20 minutes if i'm honest like the excitement of like oh maybe they refresh it i was hoping to be i don't know just thought it was gonna be something different but yeah i definitely prefer the original and i definitely think the remake is definitely lazy hollywood and i would say whether you got it before like i would say they called it kickboxer to get people in the cinema but obviously by a little box surface standards that didn't work fair enough it wants to go next um i'll go um yeah, uh, Steve is earlier in the show about Kickboxer is one of my favourite films. Um, it's definitely my favourite Jean-Claude Van Damme film. Um, I thought, like, it's a classic, like Griffin says. Um, I, I enjoyed the scenery and, like, you know, it's showing you Thai, like, well, Bangkok. Um, soundtrack was dope. The soundtrack was by far... I love the soundtrack for it. For all the training scenes and the fight scenes, I thought it actually went very well. Um... So yeah, it was a, it was an old classic, old classic with Van Van Damme's, and the new one. There's not really much for me to say. They just got, you know, it was nice seeing like UFC fighters in it, like having an appearance or getting a lead in their film start. Or well, obviously Baptista and a few others have already done some films, but um, I don't think it. I don't know when you said that it's got a second and a third already confirmed well second confirmed but a third film coming, yeah coming out and i just don't know <clears throat> I, I i yeah i don't know how they got that um i, I don't know i don't know uh it was there was good bits like i can't say it's it's not it's not the it's not the worst movie it's not bad I, it's it's okay you know there's little parts in it like see van damme a couple of times um it was quite nice and then obviously we mentioned the prison bit where it had the the guy from the first one in it just that little cameo i thought that was nice um the martial arts in it is a little bit too 
Um, I don't know. It was like the first one was like more basic, like Paul said. Um, but it was more believable kind of thing. But this was just all stance, stance, stance kind of thing. Make it more modern. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't deserve a second, in my opinion. Fair enough. Who's next? Yeah, I'll jump in. Um, basically, I felt the original, I was I was fine with it. It just was what it was. It was sort of a late 80s, early 90s sort of action film. It, it felt like, um, when did the original Karate Kid come out? Like 86, that sort of time? 86, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it felt like a more adult version of the Karate Kid going for that sort of market, but a slightly more mature sort of audience version of it. Mm. It's, you know, it's almost like a dark Karate Kid. You know, with the fact the brother got paralysed and all this. And, yeah. you know, I was cool with that. I was enjoying it. And that the remake, I don't know what I expected. But I just thought it was a piece of shit, to be honest with you. I think the fact they got swords involved was embarrassing. I thought the fight scenes was just typical, using wires to get people flipped for the sake of it. Um, there was no real substance to the story. The fact that made his brother die, I thought was pathetic. The fact that he killed him at the end, I thought was ridiculous. Because it was just, um, I don't know, there's just there was no... It just felt like Mortal Kombat. You know, I really felt Batista mm. was Goro and he was working through people to go up to the levels to get to him in this underground sort of street competition. It just, and they were killing him at the end. It felt like Mortal Kombat more than any kind of honour and sport of a kickboxing thing. And um, yeah, it was lazy Hollywood. It should have just been named something different. It was a better Mortal Kombat movie than Mortal Kombat. And yeah, it was just a crock of shit, really. So I can go fuck itself. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Andrew? But I like George yeah, St. Pierre. But... <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us how you really feel, Paul. It's just over it, and I. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my opinions on both both as movies were somewhat entertaining in their own way. Um, what I will pull from them is I think the training montages were much more believable and better in the first movie. Um, but yeah, all round, I mean, I'm not a, sorry, I don't know, was it WCW or UFC fighters? <laughs> I'm not I'm not I've never been into that so I just saw this thing this film as um n just no name actors all the way through other than like I say Dr Drax and Van Damme that was it that was all I recognized um so I, I thought wow this must be like this is really low budget like what is this like from from the get-go I was I was like this could have been made for a college project by I don't know like Van Damme's young niece or something and he's just helping them out by by putting his name to it um the elephants, yeah, that was a big, uh, what the fuck. And the sling, the guy with his arm in the sling, they, they took something out that we obviously missed. Um, didn't like it at all. It was Lazy Hollywood, uh, just using a name to, to try and make money and making that huge loss at the uh, at box office just shows that they, they failed miserably. I would, not, I, would not, I would not be looking forward to the next movie. Even no. though there is Kickboxer 2 and 3 in there, so if there's Remake 2 and 3, yeah, just saying... Right, I suppose final thoughts. Um, again, it's actually the first time I watched uh, the original Kickbox. I've never seen it before. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, surprisingly. Um, I, again, like well, like I said earlier, I thought uh, firstly I didn't really like Eric, but I grew to like him. Um, I just like the story. I like the characters. I like the fact it was again like the martial arts was the fight scenes were simple, but again they were believable. It wasn't too over the top. It was a bit of comedy in that. Uh, so I thought, you know, it's, as a film, it's pretty good. Going to the remake, though. Uh, um, yeah, I didn't like it. I mean, there were a couple of good scenes in it with some fighting and all that. But um, for me, it was too over the top. Uh, characters that made no sense. Uh, missing characters. Um, I, d I didn't know the fact that uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I know it's more of a, like a cameo role in this, but. 
he was the trainer, not the uh, the other guy from the original film. I prefer his character. I miss the Winston character. I don't know why they didn't have him. I suppose he was replaced with the Lou girl. Uh, I think the only reason I had her in there is because of the whole love interest thing. She's, the character made didn't have much of a big role. Uh, again, like... The way that the plot worked and the ending of the film made no sense. Uh, he should have been arrested and all that stuff, but, you know, he escaped everything. He killed the guy and beat up a load of policemen, but, you know, he's free to go. Um, and the whole Marcy thing as well was just bad. Again, they're probably going to go into it more in the remakes. Uh, sorry, the sequels, but... The montages were way too long. It's just, again, I, it was like you guys said, lazy Hollywood. It was just, I just didn't even see myself enjoying it. There's not one bit I really that says, oh, yes, this is pretty good. So, yeah, that was my thoughts. Um, lazy Hollywood, boom. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, well, one comment from Instagram uh, from Chris underscore Knockwood. Good old Chris um, Knockwood. I love, uh, good old Chris I love A9 Kickboxer. It was at the time where I was at the right age to watch these. That bar scene was fucking brilliant. That pulling system scene made my groin hurt. Even if I watch it now. Cheers for your comment, buddy. Thank you. Mm. I agree you about follow, that uh, pulling scene, by the way. You can follow Chris underscore Knockwood on Instagram, as well as us, oh, underscore Lazy Hollywood. So Which I think brings us to a good time to do some plugs, doesn't it? Oh, yes. So as uh, Griff mentioned, underscore Lazy Hollywood on Instagram. If you're on Twitter, at underscore Lazy Hollywood. We're also on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all the other things. Um, you might have noticed on our logo, there's now a website there. We're working on that. That'll be up soon. It'll be lazyhollywood.co.uk. That's pretty exciting stuff. We'll be having a few shows and a few little extra treats. So onwards and upwards. But yeah, just follow us, rate us, comment, everything on iTunes. Much appreciated. We do the show for free, so share it, spread the love, and um, let everyone know the next can. Oh, yes. Speaking of that, it's a uh, goodbye from me. Au revoir. Au revoir. Goodbye. Au revoir. Damn right.